Welcome to Gamers of the Lost Ark, your place for deep delves into specific games and the amazing emotions they bring forth with me, the host, Ryan, and my guest this week, the amazing, sexy Chulock. Welcome to the podcast, mate. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. Hello, so, everybody. Of course, today we will be breaking down a specific game. This is uh, my brand new podcast in which I'll be getting all kinds of different people on, perhaps more than once, to talk about specific games that really seriously mean something to them. So, as two lots on the podcast, as you can guess, everyone, we're going to talk about Pokemon, but no, we're not. We're going to talk about something else that Tulok does, which is Destiny. And I'm super excited to get into this with you, Tulok, because it certainly is a game that seems to have kept you interested for a very, very long time. So basically, anybody who's listening, all of this is, any feedback would be wonderful as well, because it's my first time doing this podcast and everything. So I'm, I'm super excited to see whether people take to it and people like it, because this is like really, really my true love. It's just talking in-depth about one specific game and why it means so much to people memories everything involved with it frustrations whatever it is and breaking it down but we shall uh, not digress any longer and start off so Tulok, you've written down some notes you've written down some things just to touch base on but like i said to you before the podcast started just fire away at any point mate and basically yeah why or you know what is it about destiny that that you just love so much Ah, so, um, one of Destiny has a lot of magic things that that ha has kept me playing the game. At least for me, um, I remember just to to go back to the start. Um, I was still playing with my PlayStation Three. Um, back then I was a, a very heavy Call of Duty pl player. Um, so the play PlayStation Four came out. And I finally got enough money to actually buy it. I, I actually had to dress up as Spider-Man for for um, kids' birthday parties to actually get that money back then. Mm -hmm. No way. So, yeah, I <laughs> went actually to a GameStop near my home. And 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 then I found, uh, I, I, I had the money. I went to buy a PlayStation 4. I went to the GameStop. And... I look at this one. This one's different. It was it was a white one. And, and it actually had a game. So I'm like, for the same price, I can get this console different than everybody else and actually brings a game. Okay, I'm sold. Nice. Cause, and, and, and that game was Destiny. So I, I still even have the box around there somewhere. Um, that I, I've heard about Destiny and, and I know that it was from, from the creators of Halo, which I played and actually enjoyed a lot. Um, and, and I'm like, at the first I was a little bit hesitant, but once I got the PlayStation and, and it was the only actual, uh, game that I had, I had yeah. no choice back to actually play it. Yeah. yeah. And since the moment I heard, uh, Eyes of Guardian from my ghost <laughs> that revived my dead body from somewhere in Russia. Yeah, it's like all the broken down cars, isn't it? That very yes. first time. Yeah. <laughs> it it's it's a special kind of thing because it's it's weird, it's different. Uh, I know it's a shooter, but it's not like Call of Duty. Yes. Um, and it's not the the typical RPG or or um, um the world the the open world games. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm testing out. Uh, I got the weapon. I'm I'm getting to know the enemies, and and it just. From there, it, it I just fell in love with the game. 
Yeah, it, so it, it was Amazon. Just before we crack on more into Destiny One, you did you play Halo much? Were you a Halo guy? So I played Halo One, Two, and part of Three. Okay. And did you have an affinity with those games much, or I I didn't die for them, uh, oh, but okay, they were really? they they were good. Uh, I I I got frustrated with multiplayer because I got killed a lot. Mm. Um. But other than and plus, I, I when I played it, it was a, uh, at a friend's house because I actually didn't have an Xbox. Yeah, to yeah. Play. So you played like split screen so. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting yes. though because for me, when I got Destiny One, I was super super excited because it was Bungie that was doing it and they done Halo, and I was just like a, a big Halo fan. So that sort of like drug me in in that way. But yeah. Anyway, Destiny One. What are your general favorite memories and moments from Destiny 1 or reason you got attached to it so much? Because obviously it's the first game you played. You've just said that. You've obviously gone into the... You bought it. You bought the, the very, uh, I'm assuming, sexy-looking white um, you know, PlayStation with the with the Destiny game, which is cool. But what did you think of the world? What did you think of the concept? Like the whole idea of, of you know, the Traveler and all that kind of stuff. Did you did that really like appeal to you? So it took me a minute to actually get to, to that part Um like to actually understand the lore behind mm-hmm. Destiny, um, and and it actually was pretty interesting. It, it 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 it's so different to to what I was used to. Um, I played a, a a variety of games, but nothing on this combination. Um, and once I started, uh, I actually finished the storyline. It was okay, but it it felt like. It's it's just like there's something else coming, and I wanted to know. And then the DLCs drops, and 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 after and after a while, I started digging into more of the lore, um, researching. The Taken King and stuff was it for the first yes one? the fir- yeah. the first one the Taken King and that changed a lot of stuff which I I I actually loved. Um, but with with that world, the the fact and 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 I remember the first time I I went to the moon, the fact that you actually could get on a, on, on a vehicle that is called a sparrow mm-hmm. um, um, and go through different... <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you got around and, and go place to place. And, and, and the fact that when you're going to one place, there could be other players just doing their own thing. Yeah. I found that fascinating. Uh, um, that concept where you can actually either help them or just pass them by or they can help you. Um or they can join your fire team. And that, that that at that time blew my mind. It, it it was completely new to me. Yeah, for sure. The first time I came across a live event when I was on Earth, and there was just other people there, I was just like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Like just bowling in on their sparrows, getting off, and and uh, you know joining the fight was just mad. It it, it it it's yeah, it's awesome. I I got hit from a few satellites. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what's gonna what's going on. It's just like join public event and then start and the the place got start going dark, and like flashes and boom dead. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and it, it was a satellite that dropped in and and part of the event. Yeah, just dropped on me and killed me. <laughs> Sent my body flying to God knows where in the map. <laughs> yeah. So with um Destiny one. What what particularly with me was what I found really I really liked was there was just like a smoothness to it. There's like an aesthetic, like the the music, the 
the way that the gunplay feels and the mechanics and stuff, and especially that kind of like you know trying to get that that grind, that going after the engrams and all that kind of stuff. Like, what what about the mechanics and the whole game? Did it? Did did it? Did you catch that bug? That kind of bug of like, right? You know, just just you know, just one more raid, just one more like uh, strike or whatever to get to the end of it. So yes, and in 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 a certain way, um, the mechanics themselves they they were pretty smooth. Um, the transition from the guns, uh, the the area from area to area, um, and you mentioned the following the engrams. I don't know if. If you ever played, uh, for those of you listening and remember this, um, that loot cave, the famous loot cave, for a while at the beginning, some mm-hmm. some of the players actually found um, one of the uh, on the maps on the Cosmos Room. That if you st- stood in one place far enough from a spawn point, enemies will start spawning and spawning and spawning. And engrams will drop like crazy. <laughs> it 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 looked beautiful. Have you it's have you seen in ang- engrams? <laughs> yes. Have you seen Avatar? The the movie, not, yeah. not the the not the Last Airbender, the other one. Yeah, yeah. Imagine a forest like that, beautiful <laughs> and lights and colors, but all engrams and ammo. <laughs> oh my god! It, it was. It was amazing. It, it got around and it was controversial until they patched it. And yeah. now it's just part of the memory. Yeah. That that was amazing. I, I love the fact the, the, the engagement of the enemies. The, either they attack each other or they attack you. Yeah. Uh, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What else have we got written down then, Chula? What else is on the uh, on the script that you've written out for uh, for particular standout moments and memories from Destiny or Destiny Two, of course? Well, uh, you mentioned raids, so raids was was kind of the thing to do back then. Um, I met a lot of random people like that. Um, I joined random teams, and and mind you, this was before the forums and where you can actually hunt down for yeah, all yeah. the players. Um, and, and then I just found people. For example, the the first raid, you go to Venus, and and this this I love this. And this is my by far by, by far one of my two favorite raids. No, really. Well, one of my well, including three, the second game. Yeah, including my second game. I have three favorite raids, and they're all from Destiny One. Wow. The first one, the Vault of Glass. Um. The thing, the thing that I I love about how they did it back in the D one is the the if the first encounter, the first first event to actually go into the vault is it's like a public event. Basically, it's it's outside of the real of the of the Venus world. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's and there's not a special way to go in. It's just you you get some platforms. You you do the stuff and and you're with your team, right? Six people. The thing is. If there's more people on the planet and they happen to pass by, they they sometimes they drop and they just help you through that process. So instead of having six people, you can have eight, nine people oh, at a wild. time doing doing that first part. So it, it becomes easy. I love that raid, and my favorite weapon actually comes from that raid called the Fate Bringer. Yeah, right. What type of weapon was it? It's it was a primary weapon, and it had. Arc, arc singe and firefly basically it 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 shoots um when it shoots it has electric damage and and if you get a headshot it explodes damaging everybody around around Jeez. them 
it, it was a beast for the second <laughs> raid, the first part. It was a beast. Uh, you got a lot of thralls, you get a headshot, you clean the area. It, it was beautiful. So I grind that raid over and over and over again, almost every week for, for, a, for a long time. When I finally got it, I was so happy. The yeah. bad news, though, is that I got it two weeks before the um, the Dark Below. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry. It was before... It wasn't the Dark Below. It was before the Taken King. Okay. It was, it was before... Just before one of the big updates. Yeah. And it got nerfed. Oh, no. It, it, it was useless after that. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. But you got there. You got the achievement again. It, you know, it's and, and I guess that's that's another thing that that particularly, and and I think the thing with the looter shooter based kind of games like that, or the games as a service in that kind of way, is they seem to be like a little bit like marmites. So they're like very like you absolutely love them, or you absolutely they're just not your thing, yeah. um, and you don't really find very many people who are sort of in the middle. And I'd certainly say that I would be more of the person who'd be inclined to be sort of leaning more towards like I'd, I'd be well up for doing raiding and doing all these different things like I love him playing ESO at the moment and I'm doing mm-hmm. like doing any of those kind of games as a service games or MMOs or looter shooters and stuff like that like I really liked um Borderlands and stuff like that so like but Destiny is just it's a very very good example of a, a progressing game that continues to grow and continues to you know now it's gone free to play and all these amazing things that just like you know keeps getting bigger and keeps like just keeping its fan base interested and stuff like that which i, I just find fascinating but um anyway yeah, yeah. right uh, now it, it got so big that that they actually had to remove stuff um for destiny 2 and and so they can have space for the new stuff yeah which is just mad but i just think that just in general like fair plays destiny is it's the the benchmark i think for gamers service i think it's the it's the one that, that these other games like you know marvel avengers and all these kind of things they're looking to destiny and going oh okay i want to copy that business model you know i want to you know uh what's the other one that came out that was by the people who done mass effect um i forget what that's called now where you'd like you're in like an iron man suit you go around in it Oh, um, the, was, the 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 one that wait, no, yeah, it it's a, not a Marvel one. Um, no, no, it was uh, it was a failure, wasn't it? Um, yeah, um, that's gonna bother me if I don't think about that. Um, I know, I know the one you're saying. Um, now yeah, I can't pull yeah. it up. The name. It's like I can see it literally as like the guy's right in front of my from, face right now. From, from Bioware. Bioware. Uh, it Bioware. Was... And it was. Oh. I can't remember it. Don't worry about it. But anyone who's listening, you know what I'm talking about. The one where you fly around in the Iron Man suit and you do all that kind of stuff. If I randomly bark it out at some point, that's just because it's just come to me. Um, but yes, so that like even those games are trying to follow in the model of of uh, Destiny because I just think it just does what it does so well. You know what you're getting from Destiny. You know what you know you dilute and everything. But something that I find particularly fascinating you said there is that something that was a barrier to entry for me was that I only ever played it with one friend. So we played all the way through the first game, all the way through the second game. We could only do strikes together because there wasn't enough of us to be able to do mm-hmm. raids. And obviously I didn't at the time. I wasn't playing by myself, which I guess probably would have helped because I'm quite social, so I probably would have been able to find people like you did. But have you ever be, like managed to make friendships through the game and stuff like that? Actually, I did. Um, in, in, in fun fact, um, I, I found the actual very good raid group um, back in D1. Um, they're all from my from from my little island. No way. So 
Yeah, uh, oh, there's a group that yeah, they they met everybody. Everybody in that group met each other through through the actual game and not personally at the beginning. Yeah, and that's just uh, like, that's something that particularly like please please go into it, tell us about it because this is one of the things that like is is another really emotional thing for me for video games where like they just connect people. Well, look at me and you two, like you know, it's a perfect example of two people that are being connected millions of miles away from each other um, via games, and that's how magical and amazing they are as a product and everything. That's very different to like I think the movies and stuff like that can be a little bit more segregated at times unless you go to like a Reddit or something to find out the people that like it. But yeah. like, yeah. So so, how was it meeting the other guys from your little island and <laughs> and uh, going through and playing with them? It, it's fun because band of um, brothers is it? <laughs> and brothers and sisters because there's a lot ah, of women nice. from island. Yeah, nice. Um, it it's fun because sometimes you get to joke with stuff you grew up with and and they grew up with similar stuff. Ah, um, cool. Talk about food that we grew up with or or different things that we grew up with. it's fun and they are they like is it because there's always something that i found between me and my friend when we played through the likes of the strikes and the ones that are a bit more like stressful is it there's just something that once you've been through one of those experiences with someone you have this kind of connection this kind of like brother or sisterhood like i was saying like that you know it's like you almost feel like you've been to war together. It's crazy. <laughs> so I I would say yes, but when when it comes not to strikes or or crucible, I would say for a raid. Yes, especially yes. at the beginning, uh, I spend until I can't. I, my eyes can't deal with it, um, and my body shutting down from from how tired I am. <laughs> and and sometimes I haven't even finished the raid. That's how that's how how time consuming and 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 they consume energy they can be it's amazing and if you do it and you can celebrate the last loot and you actually get what you want yeah that that'll give you a bond for 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 a long time because yeah. now, now you have somebody you can actually count on hey are you able let's do this again yeah 100 cool. <laughs> percent. that's quality that's quality right Chudok, anything else you have the, the written down particularly um regarding the game um there's always a up the up up. There's always gonna be ups and downs when it comes to games course, that have been um, at, going going at it for this long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Bungie has struck is striking right now a, a perfect balance because mm-hmm. um, D one for me it, it it has so much nostalgia and they had they did so much amazing stuff. Then D two came and it was like a little bit of a roller coaster right now. They, it feels like they're actually doing so amazing and 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 adding new stuff and adding old stuff because they added a few weapons from from yeah, the one cool. and even the vault of glass yeah. um the the game itself um one of the reasons I actually really enjoy playing is is when I enjoy uh, when I play with my brother oh that's cool we we did not grow up together. And 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 besides the Legend of Zelda, we bond a lot. We we bonded a lot with this game. We we struggled. We laughed. Yeah. We saw weird stuff. <laughs> um, we 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 cried a little bit in, in as a, at a certain point. Hundred percent. What what brought that about? Which one? <laughs> all of it. All of it. Please stop off at each junction. So, so um, 
right now when when the when the me me growing up when 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 it's easier for for us to play online with other people because mm-hmm. uh, he he grew up outside right now where where, um, where i'm living and and i grew up in my island so we we were tons apart and back then you didn't you, it, it wasn't so easy as uh like facetime or mm-hmm. or pick up a phone or anything so um i was telling him about this game and and, and he played it but he was on the xbox I'm uh-huh. like, no, we can't play. So <laughs> I actually did a campaign to to get him to get the PS uh, PS4, nice. and he actually got it. After that, it, it just if we reconnected and 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 because even though we we grew up apart, um, we have we are so much alike in certain ways, mm-hmm. and 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 that reconnection it, we it, it it granted us a lot of adventures. Yeah, that's amazing, and the and the fact that obviously you guys were apart, but be, but were able to have these adventures virtually. You know, we were able to go through these worlds on Destiny and hang out together, and you know, go through things together via Destiny. It's amazing. Yeah, at one point after I moved over here, uh, I I every every time I went to visit, I actually carried the, one of my small TVs yeah, and yeah, the PlayStation, nice. so we can play <laughs> side by side. Yes, that's exactly how me and my friend used to play. And then our our, our wives are like. What's wrong with them? Because we were like, oh, yeah, my God, no. <laughs> yeah, nice. You're calling out to use your, use your ultimate and all that kind of stuff at the same time. Like, mad. Yes, yes. So from from my three favorite raids, the World of Glass, the Dark Below with Crota, and uh, King's Fall with, with Oryx. Mm-hmm. Um, my best memory for that raid, the, the one for Oryx, is... Um, at the end, before you actually get the final boss, you get like two little bosses. Well, not little bosses, two very difficult bosses. Yeah. And the thing about raids in Destiny, it's not just about point, shoot, and kill. It's about a puzzle. You have to figure out that puzzle, or you actually, if you're going to take down whichever enemy, there's a specific way to do it. And most time, And most times, this is why the raids are the most difficult in the game. For the most part, mm-hmm. you have to be synchronized with your team. So everybody needs to communicate correctly and do yep. their thing correctly. So we're at the uh, at the pre pre final boss. Yeah, you know, two 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 wizards. We take down one. We're we we struggled a lot because we died a lot when that in that part. So we're finally there. We took one down. We're taking down the second one. Mm-hmm. It's about to die. It's 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 life. It's right there. The timer because it had a timer. The timer was about to end. And as soon as uh, as soon as uh, we killed it, the timer got off and we all died. No. But for those of you who remember the warlock special ability in D one, is that when you use the fire, you can re- re- self rest. Right. Mm-hmm. If you die, if you have the super, you self-rest. So, at a less than a split second, as soon as I saw that we died, I had my super and I just clicked it. I was the only one with my super and I clicked it. And I revived. No way. So, so you carried on the whole raid then? No, no, no. So, that encounter, we finished, we died, the the, the screen was getting dark, I revived, and the, the screen got cleared, and we actually... Uh, because of that, we actually won that encounter. Nice. That's amazing. Like, 
I actually have that. I, I actually have that on video. Um, uh, it's it's on my YouTube. I'm like, <laughs> no way. That's so mad. See, this is like, this is what so fascinates me. Like, obviously, I love to talk about any video game and anything, but like, it's it's amazing to talk about something like Destiny because although you can talk about the storyline games and you can go into the characters and all these different things, that like the thing that I love so much about Destiny is how social it is. So obviously, you've already spoken there about the fact that you've had to you have to actually have genuine teamwork to be able to do mm-hmm. raids you have to actually get along with each other and, you know know your role and work like a, you know like a basketball team or anything else that you need to all know your positions and all know what you're doing and all be seamless and communicate and all this kind of stuff which is amazing and that creates a bond and that creates a just like if you played a team sport and or whatever that you you end up growing the relationships between those people and, and then you have these moments so like what you've said there is very much like a, a game winner or you know a moment at the end of something that you that you like that everybody will remember everyone will remember man do you remember when you done that like you know he got us through that bit and, and that's just like amazing amazing I love it. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was an epic moment for me, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, oh, oh my god, because at that point we were just getting frustrated um, because we kept dying. So yeah, it, it was gonna it, it was gonna be a hard loss that one. Yeah, but you put a stop to that, mate. Yeah, I love I love <laughs> the 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 lore itself for for Destiny. Um, it, it for for you, it, it's aside of the the main story that you go through through the game and and. And whatnot. If you want to get the whole scope of the story, there's a lot of grimoires. There, um, it's like little notes you get after you complete a certain a thing or get a certain armor or mm-hmm. finish a mission or a weapon and so on and so on. And and it's it the, the thing that I loved about the game. Um, one of my favorite things is is the story. I love stories, and it has a massive storyline. Um, there's a lot of people online that have videos on because they they do the research extensively. Like they 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 go from A to B to C everything that because they go through all the grimoires, they go all the lore, they do yeah. the research, and then they give you the story of it. And I'm fascinating. And and one of the things that that I uh, it was very curious for me when I found out that the original story kind of got changed and and the traveler or also they say it was to be the the villain of the story at one oh, point. Oh wow, really? Yes. That's interesting. I'm not sure how true that is. Um but word on the street is that he was the 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 real villain of the story. Oh wow. In that's, the original story, though, isn't it? Because obviously, it, you know, realistically, he's the hero, the traveler. Because mm-hmm. you know, he breathed light. Everyone, it's cool in that opening segment of the first one, where it's like you know, everybody lived for so many more years, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Everybody prospered when the when the traveler came, and then now the traveler is the main thing to sort of protect. Really, at the end of the day, isn't it? From the darkness, whatever mm-hmm. comes out of the darkness next. Um, okay, maybe cool. soon because then the new season is uh, coming soon. Yes, are you looking forward to that? I am looking forward and the main reason i'm looking really forward to it is because of crossplay we yes. can actually play with other people in, in in other platforms and pc and i have a ton of people to play with that have different um ways to play destiny yeah and i'm super like Jax. i'm super excited because he he's a boss in destiny so yeah. he can carry me in in a few hard missions <laughs> yeah 100 percent 
Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I'm not even sure I'd be a hundred percent, a hundred million miles off coming back to Destiny at some point. I know that obviously I've got so much to do with the podcast and stuff, and you know I've got to keep playing games to be able to have the you know the extensive knowledge that I do about everything, to be able to hold all these conversations like I can. But you know, I, I it's definitely a game to me that I wouldn't necessarily say I'm finished with. I said I've played, I've played enough now. I played, you know, I played all the way through the first one, played all the way through the second one, done lots of raiding, done quite a lot of crucible and stuff like that. So I got to the point where like I feel like I've played enough Destiny that I'd be happy if I never played it again. And you know, unless there was another Destiny, say. But like, um, I, I yeah, I'm just I, I still do have a slight calling to it because there is just something particularly. Um, and I said this to Kaylee the other night. Do you guys use the word Moorish over there? Moorish? Nope, never yeah, heard so, of it. So, like, if something is Moorish <laughs> here, it's like, you know, if you open up a bag of crisps or chips, as you guys say, and you start eating them, they're, like, really Moorish. Like, you just want to eat more and more and more, but then you end up eating the whole uh, pack. So Like, like addictive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like addictive, yeah. So, like, and, and De- Destiny is that way, that when you get into it, you end up spending four hours, you know, you look up the clock, you're like, oh, my God, it's two in the morning, but that was the most fun I've had and all that kind of stuff. Like, And that that's always going to be appealing to me. You know, I always like that. And I just like having the the connection with people as well. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, it, it can be a, it can it can be addictive. But the thing is, a uh, Bungie Bungie how it works is he they they started doing a little more events because at the beginning it was like after you do everything it's like what do I do now? Yeah, it's it's a game for it's a a, a game to grind. Yes, exactly. Um, and like, to have fun. That's what I meant by four hours. Like you know, this is the kind of game you sit down and you have really lengthy sessions on. But it's fun when 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 you have somebody to just chill and 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 just joke about it. Even if it's a grind, even if you have to do the th- same thing like for the number one thousand. Yeah. Um, if you have that <laughs> one person that you can joke with, or maybe just have a few drinks about it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I actually that actually reminded me of, of this one time that I actually went to drink with my work buddies. Never. I got, yeah, I got home. Um, I played with my brother, mm-hmm. and then I I went to sleep. So next day he's like, well, "Were you okay?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" Um, because last night when we were playing, um, uh, you you were like running against the wall and not doing <laughs> anything else. <laughs> nice, nice. You were so, uh, you were a bit um, buzzed. <laughs> buzzed, yeah. We'll call it buzzed. Um, but yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Um, anything else then that you've got written down on the old list? Uh, the, we we ran through through most of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love Destiny and 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 uh, I hope more 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 content and more stories and 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 I hope Bungie keeps. Um, doing a lot of stuff and and if anybody in Bungie is listening um just want you to know i have a great idea for a tv show contact me nice uh i'll i'll get you hooked up and Tulok will take <laughs> a nice modest 89% of the income of that tv show that's right yes i'll do you know what for destiny just to create something amazing i'll do it for free oh chew yes. unbelievable i so- i love <laughs> Anything you particularly want to say about so about Destiny Two or anything like that whilst we're here, or just anything, anything else that's come to mind about Destiny at all that's just floating around your head? Anything else that, that any memories or anything particular? Like 
What about the Crucible? That's something you've played much because you said you were playing Call of Duty before, so that's quite you know the competitive sort of online shooters aspect of it. Or have you always been more the kind of the grind? So Crucible, Crucible versus <laughs> the if you you say Call of Duty, comparing to the Call of Duty, it, it was just something completely that just blew my mind in the sense that it's nothing like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you got the double jumps, you got the the glides, you got the boost, you got the powers. You, I mean, it's not just point and shoot or 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 swan dive to to kill the other guys. Yeah. Um, this 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 you got more options when it came to battle, and it, they're they're mas- they're basically um quick and easy matches. Yes. Um, you can't lay down any specific traps. So, I mean, there's some mines you can do, but it's not like in Call of Duty then where you can just camp or, yeah, or exactly. tactically wait. Tactically wait too long. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> um, but it, it's fun. It's a lot more fast-paced. Um, yeah. Because I know I remember Call of Duty, you, you can, depending on the map, you can either tactically wait for somebody in their spawn point or you can just grab the sniper and just try to pick yeah. them off one by one yeah and there's something that's amazing about destiny's multiplayer and i remember playing it on crucible obviously this is this is another reason why i like it so much is because it's so similar to halo so halo was something i really enjoy playing online because and i still enjoy playing now and, and i'm actually enjoying playing um playing Splitgate as well which is which is very similar it's very floaty and very similar and like in its mechanics to halo and of course, so is Destiny. But like, I like the fact that you have longer lives. So like in Call of Duty, you just like it's almost like whoever sees each other first has a far yeah, far dead. better chance. Rather mm-hmm. than in Destiny, I remember like being shot in the back, being able to go around the corner, turn back around the corner, and cut them off and kill them. You know, like that's how that's how good that that the mechanics are like. Because I feel like it gives more of like a it leans more towards like you say skill rather than tactically waiting. Skills, skills and builds because it had more it, it has more build power than Call of Duty in a certain way. Um, um some boost that you can have for recovery, uh, for resistance, and and the armor themselves they can affect a lot. They can be a game changer. Some some weapons can be o- o- overpowered like. Mm-hmm. Like they look at you and you're dead. Some weapons can you're just unloading and nothing happens. Yeah. So, what do you think about the general storytelling in Destiny? So, I know that Destiny, like for for a lot of people, it's one of those games that people just like. You know, when the cutscenes happening, when there's things happening and stuff like that, like you know, you're more likely to be chatting away to your mates and just sort of taking it easy because it's your place to relax, it's your place to, to chill out and, you know, get get some grind on the go. But, like, do you, have you gotten yourself... You say you're into the lore, but, like, when you were playing the games, did you really, like, get emotionally invested in the story? Because I remember, for sure, for me, uh, before you asked that question, of course, that I, I just, like... I remember finishing the first one. I remember really enjoying it. I don't remember a great deal from the first one that really stands out to me, but the second one story, the whole like arrival of Gaul, and I know Gaul was really easy to beat in the end, which was a little bit anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. But you know, when he first turned up and like, you know, it played all of my memories from my old Destiny account and then he like he grabbed me by the throat on the top of that thing and then threw me off the side. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget how dope his whole arrival was and how like genuinely like terrifying and net like menacing he was like is there any is there anything like that that stands out to you not just because obviously what you've got that i don't is you've played a lot of the extra stuff so you've seen the taken king and all these different things that have happened like is there any particular villains that stand out to you as well uh first of all goal sucks 
<laughs> it's like you said at the beginning it was interesting it was intriguing because uh, um, he took your light he's yes. actually killing permanently killing uh, guardians and 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 at the end it was it, it was anticlimactic um he was very it's very easy to take down um Bungie itself has done a very good job when it comes to, to storytelling I absolutely love the even the short stories um how they do it how they do the cinematic uh, parts mm-hmm. um I know they they have to spend a lot of invest a lot in that because it, it, it looks amazing um storyline and and let me see which one's my my, my any of the recent ones that stand out to you? Well, the the one with the uh, with the new fallen. Um, what was it? Um, the one when we lost a certain person. The yes, kind of tears my eyes every time I think about it. Yes, yeah. Is that was that a particularly emotionally poignant for you that bit? Because I know a lot of people obviously watch that moment happen. A, a certain character dies, and it really stands out. I mean. to you can, if you want, we can just say spoiler warning and talk about it if you'd like. Um, or you spoiler can just warning. <laughs> so yeah, spoiler warning. If you've listened to this so far and you really particularly want to get into the storyline of Destiny Two, that's quite an old game now. The you know, please just either you know uh, shut this off and come back after you played it or whatever to to get a bit of the the conversation about it. But what did you think about that that whole scenario and and the emotion of it? So I have to say it did tug my feelings because um, the way he went out and and it's not it, it's it's beyond what happened it's what what you find afterwards um cuz in it when we lost before we lost Cade in his final moments he he said um uh, I'm coming home ace uh, I don't know if you if you aware of that story um not particularly no but just please go ahead so they, they uh, uh, I researched and 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 found out that Kate Six, obviously an EXO, he's the sixth version of himself. He comes from a human, and he, apparently as a human he wasn't that good of a person, but he has a he had a son. Oh wow! And he's not, and he called Ace uh, his son, and 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 when you find out find that out that it was the the last moments that that. That hits the the feels right there, mm-hmm. and and right now Kate Six, I have like three pops from him, the all three, nice. all of all of his pops, and and the little statue of him. Um, he 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 was a he was a light side of the of the group. Like he he has yeah. his joke. He was funny. Um, he was played by a great actor, um, um Nathan Fillion. All right, cool. So so he his his mood it, it translated very well. Um I think I think just losing him sometimes it does feel like a void. Yeah. Um in certain areas. Even so I, I kinda did uh, like a little remembrance video when I when I started uh, dabbling in the video editing. Um mm-hmm. added a a few song and, and got all the cinematics from, from D one cool. and two. Yeah, nice. To to, to he say, stood like, out to me as being. I haven't actually played through that storyline, but I obviously I know that that he dies and stuff. So and I've and I've sort of I think I saw the the cutscene at one point, but yeah, I, even I was like, and and I wouldn't say I'm I'm a huge huge into Destiny lore or the Destiny storyline and stuff, but like 
I yeah, I, I was like no, <laughs> even myself because he's he's such like you say he he is that he's like comic relief. But I like the fact that they use the fact that he like has garnered like so many Destiny players like you know naturally gravitated towards him because he you know give him that little laugh and there was the like, comedy relief and all that kind of stuff. And then they sort of they turn that into something quite real, you know, and and end up sort of like ripping him from you. And it's it's quite good that, or clever of them to to use him as like a, a story piece on like that. Yeah, and 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 he was a very very important part of the, the story. Um, he did. There's a lot of him that 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 could could have been in uh to exp um uh, what's left to explore uh, on the on the sidelines. Um, and and overall, each each character, I think they have their own very very own uh, storyline, um, which is very interesting in background. Um, for example, the the um. Oh my god, the the Titan Vanguard. I I, I lost the name. Um, oh, I forget him as well. Yes, but I'm with uh, you. He's always a, he's always the he's got such a deep voice. <laughs> yes, and he's always so serious. Uh, yes. Savala, Savala. Yeah. Um, his story. Um, they they did a cutscene where they explained when he got revived for the first time and how how he evolved and how many times he died fighting and how he mm. evolved as a guardian until the encounter. Um, of the battle of the of the last city, where he defending the people, he uses powers and and yeah, and yeah. that that's what I'm saying. They, they, it, there's a lot of lot of story behind it, and that's one of the things I love about Destiny. Um, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So we all we're we're hurrying towards ending the podcast, but I will just stop off because you know I'm just picking things up as we go along. You do particularly have one of the coolest shelves of very Destiny-based shelves in your house that you, you happen to have sent me a photo of. So talk me through it. A, when and how did you get that giant rocket launcher? Because that's uh -huh. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that almost cost me my life. <laughs> talk me through it. How did, how did you get there? So let's start with the pops. As how the, did you explain that to the wife? <laughs> I'll get into that. So, so I actually was able to get some of the collector's editions for for the game. Um, that's what you see. Ah, cool. I nice. got two two ghosts. The the Alexa ghost. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. They paired up with, with instead of using the Echo Dot for, from Alexa, mm -hmm. they did like a ghost shell that's no supposed to way. connect. Yeah, it it was so bad that from a hundred dollars I got it for ten. Oh, but it it looks beautiful. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. use it. Uh, like I don't have it connected, but I use it. I have all the Funko Pops I could find except the chase for Osiris and for Crota. Mm -hmm. uh, Crota was the most difficult one. I uh, cause cause it was sold out in seconds, and the rocket launcher. It's the the Iron Galahorn. I don't know if you're familiar with the Galahorn. Nope, but please that, do tell. In Destiny One, the, before they it was the Iron Galahorn uh, before it was was revamped. That was the most OP weapon in the game. It melted even the raid bosses. You got all six all six characters shooting at the raid boss. It was gone in 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 nothing. It was ridiculous because this it fired a rocket and that rocket exploded, and at the same time it threw a lot of other projectiles that yeah. followed the boss and then exploded. So it it, cool. it was con 
a massive amount of damage. That one I saw and gained some. And <laughs> I, 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 once I grabbed and actually paid for it, <laughs> I, I had to warn the, the, the uh, sales associate. So if you see a, a, a cute little shorty with a box <laughs> and a lot of blood, that's probably my wife. And and um, effectively, I got home, and she's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm sorry. Can you speak louder? It's it's a rocket launcher from 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 Destiny." At that nice. point, nice. at that point, she gave me a look. I I I went to hiding and I hit the rack, rocket launcher because I, I was afraid she was gonna assemble it and just break it off in my head. <laughs> <laughs> she got scared real quick. <laughs> that's cool, you know. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Really, she knows how much you love it, and that's why it's on display now. You know. Yeah, she 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 knows. She supports me a lot. So hundred percent. But hundred percent. Sometimes I need I need to take it back a little bit because if not. I could be in dangerous zone. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But okay, so you know, I I feel you've got most of the stuff that you want to get off your chest about it. If anything else comes to mind, please just blur it out as I'm talking. But anthem, the name is anthem. anthem. Uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> anthem. Christ, that's the Bioware one that was built in the mold of Destiny. That yes, you know, Destiny paved the way uh, for for games like that. And I think I don't think, to be honest, uh, since a game has done as well. And I and I'd be interested to see whether a game ever does come along and do as well as Destiny has in the way that it's managed to keep people inv- involved and keep growing the story and keep bringing out the expansion packs. Even now, to this day, you're talking 2014. The first Destiny came out, or 2015, and now we're in 2021. And Almost Tulok is out. yeah, Tulok is is still super super keen for the next one. But Tulok, what I'll just get you to do, and I know this is on the spot, so don't worry about um, have, having a moment to think because because I can edit anything out. And that is just if you can sum up Destiny in three words, what would they be for you? Social, frustrating, and fun. <laughs> Quality. Right. This has been the first ever Gamers of the Lost Ark with the amazing, amazing, amicable, absolute gentleman that is Tulok. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. It's always a pleasure to have you just in and amongst everything, mate. You're a very, very um, incredibly lovely human being, and it's always good to talk to you. Thank you. So, thank you. And you're always welcome back to talk about any other games. Of course, you will probably hear from Tulok again about at least a Pokemon game, if not a few Pokemon games. You know, we'll, we'll, yes. uh, we'll, we'll get you back on, bud. But thank you so much for coming on, and um, thank you, uh, thank everybody. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, don't you worry, mate. Don't you worry. Um, and thank you, everybody who has listened. Any feedback would be ideal and yeah everybody you know make sure that you yeah have as good one as possible and um you'll catch us in the next one thank you very much thank you everybody thank you again for listening to another pixie gaming podcast uh, whichever one it was you chose to listen to today we are pixie podcast on twitter pixie podcast on instagram pixie gaming podcast on facebook and pixie gaming podcast on youtube and our website is www pixiepodcast.co.uk thank you so much for listening you're all a bunch of legends and uh, here's a little outro music so enjoy